or for you or to you or however you want to put it, he's been good. I tell you, um, <clears throat> the reason, I, I, I tell you something happened to me. Um, I um, put a grinder, I was running a grinder and it went into my leg. And I'm, this is not the sermon. I'm going to be talking to you for a little while. It's hot in here, I know. But just to let you know that God is real, when I put that ground in my leg, uh, there was hardly no blood. And I would just I grabbed my leg and I just closed it up like this. It would open up about like that. And I just closed it up. I was pressing together uh, while they was taking me to uh, the hospital. And when I went to the hospital, then they, uh, they sewed it up and, and say, go, come back, go back in a week and get the stitches taken out. <clears throat> when I went to go take, get the stitches out, I guess I got it too wet or whatever, but um, Robin said, you need to go take these stitches out because um, my womb has stopped opening. So when we got to the uh, emergency room here in Lakeland, they said that they couldn't close it back up because now it has to heal from the inside out. So, so it left a hole about like that right there, and it was deep. And um, <clears throat> make a long story short, I went to my, uh, my physician. She didn't like what she'd seen, so she sent me to a womb specialist. And they called me that same day that she said that she was going to do that. And what happened from that point on? It's what I seen, that it wasn't the physician going to work, but it was God going to work. Because the womb, had, each week, each week it began to feel and feel and feel and feel. And you can see like it was a miracle that was happening. I know the first week that they cleaned my wound out, they said that it has improved over 75%. So I know God is a good God, and he, he moves in miraculous ways. Now, the thing that really got into me and really got into my heart is what Pastor Robbie been teaching on. And it really has affected me because I noticed... Uh, you know, you when you when you when she speak, and I know she would like for more people to be here, but you know, God has a purpose in everything that He tells uh, her to do. Uh, everything that comes across the pulpit, uh, every sermon that's preached, it's a purpose for the people that's there. You might have a full house, and they might walk in and not even listen. Now, might not even do, but if, affect, if, it, if the word just affect one person, your job is done. I tell you, I really, really have, have enjoyed the deliverance prayer that was, uh, was going on for the last couple of Sundays. For those of you that didn't receive that, I think it's something you need to do because there's things within us that need to change. And the only way that it changes is because you admit it that it's there and allow God to work. 
As I was beginning to think about something to bring to you this morning, and I, I, you know, um, when, you, when, you, when you begin to study, it's like, you know, you study one scripture, and then that scripture just goes up on to more and more and more and more. And it's just, you know, you just can't get it all, it seems like. It's, it's, the word is so infinite. It's, it's limitless. And I, I, can, I can relate to the songwriter this morning, take the limits off, because God want to give you an increase that you never experienced before. Amen. As I begin, and, and, and this is what happens when, when uh, I, I, I begin to read every time, this, this, this is what comes to me, and I'm going to share it with you. You don't heard it before, too. And... Um, is, is how God formed us. He formed us into his image. When he breathed into our nostrils, he, we became a living soul. So therefore, we are tripoint being. And, and, I, and, and the reason why I want to go over this is because there's something I think that even though we're listening, we're not getting it. Because being a tripart being uh, is the spiritual part of you, and there's a, a soulish part of you, and there's a fleshy part of you. And when you operate in the flesh, there's certain things and the reason why you can't receive in the spiritual, because there's too much flesh involved. It, it, it goes on to say that when you come, and hear the word. And when you come to, 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 to see that what the mighty works of God, it's like you can't contain it. You can't, your mind is not there. You're not really listening. You're not really opening up your heart to receive. Why? Because you're soulish in your spirit. You allow more soulish things to happen versus Spiritual things. In other words, you do what you like, and you can care less about the rest. When it comes to Jesus, the only time you want to deal with him is when you want something, or when you want to get healed, or when the doctor tells you there's nothing else I might can do for you. Then you have nowhere else to go but him. We know when to call him. We always in need, it seems. But God wants you to know that there's a spiritual part of you that needs to grow. And there was a, um, a scripture that Sister Robbie gave last Sunday. And I marked it down because this is what God really want to do. I don't know if you really heard it, but I really want to read it again. It's Ezekiel 35, and I think it's 25. What did I write there? What did I do that at? What is it? 35. Here it is. 36. Here it is, and and 25. Coming from the American Standard Bible, it reads, 
Then I will sprinkle clean water on you. And you will be clean. And I will cleanse you from all uncleanliness. You see, Lord, the Lord wants to clean us. Clean us to a point where we can hear him. Clean us to a point where we can discern some things. Clean us to the point where the Holy Spirit can dwell and the anointing can move within this place. The Lord want to clean us where, where filthiness will not dwell within us. He want to clean us. And he said, I'm going to clean you from all your uncleanliness. Your idols. Also, I want to teach you to respect me completely. How many know that we need to be taught? I know I do. I need to be taught more and more and more because there's so much to God's word that I would never learn it in a lifetime. But if I can just be clean enough to know what I know and to say what I say, that it is the word of God, and that it can change circumstances. It can heal the sick. And it can uh, bring back the dead to life. People can be delivered and set free. You see, I don't know whether you know it or not. We didn't need to be cleansed to that point. Where he can teach us some things. And he goes on to say, I lost my spot. And your idols also would I teach you to respect me completely. How many know that people have lost their respect for God? They lost their respect for his kingdom. They lost their respect for his church. They don't care if they're in the church. They say what they want. They do what they want. And they'll even come in here and, and, and smoke. And do other things. There's no respect. It is totally gone. No respect whatsoever. And he said, I will put a new way of thinking. That's what we need. We need a, a new way of thinking. A way of thinking like God. The Bible said, let this mind be in you that's where? In Christ Jesus. God wants us to have the mind and to walk like he walk. I don't know about you, but we're in desperate need of it. He wants that to be inside of you. I will take out the stubborn heart. How many know that we can be stubborn now? We don't like to be told what to do. But I'm the same way. You know, this word hitting me just as much as it's hitting you. Take the stubborn heart away. That stone that is within you. No wonder that you can't, don't want to get clean. The stuff that needs to be clean where within us. So that we can do what God have told us to do. And your bodies, I will give you an obedient heart. 
I will give you a heart where when I say, you will do. When I speak, you will obey. When I command you to do something, you will move. No matter where you are, you can be at the restaurant. And I can say to you, my child, pray for that woman over there. Pray for that child over there. Pray for that lame man. You got to be obedient. You can't be scared to do and obey God. So after reading that, there was a story that come to me. And the story was about Samson and and Goliath. Goliath, to me, was a type of giant that's in our lives. Goliath is a giant of confusion, uh, frustration, Goliath can be a, a mountain. Uh, it can be a sickness. It can be an addiction that we need to get rid of. But what Goliath done to the Israelites is what I want you to take notice. You see, there was Forty days that Goliath, he came, and what he did was afflict this maze among the people. There was a complete troubleness in the Israelite to the point where they became frightened. They were scared. They was deprived in their minds because of the size of the giant. You see, in the flesh, they seen this giant. And in the flesh, they was operating by what they saw. So therefore, they're saying that I cannot do nothing because of the size of this human being. They're saying that I am frightened because of what he says. Well, the devil comes in the same manner. He comes to cause disruption, cause you to be frightened. He puts you in a troubled state. He calls you to be fear. And he calls you to be nervous. And he calls you To be demoralized. To destroy your spirit. And see that's what he come to do. And what Goliath did. He destroyed. The people faith. In God. They forgot about God. All they can go by is what they see. But God wanted to cleanse you to the point. Where you will never forget him. You will always be right there by his side. But the thing is, you got to put more of him in your heart. 
You got to put more of him in your spirit, man. The more you read, the more you begin to conquer. The more you begin to read, the more you begin to understand. The more you begin to read, the more you begin to understand. I heard Pastor Robert say, you got to read it slow. That's true. You got to read it slow. Because the more you read it slow, the more you receive. So the most important thing is that you begin to put this, the word into the spiritual part of your being. We have a deficiency when it comes to our spiritual man. And we think we can operate in the spirit when we are full of the flesh. We cannot operate in the spirit and expect God to move when you are basically operating in the flesh. All you can think about is yourself. But when you can be cleansed, when God begins to clean your heart, then you begin to be obedient. To his word. The more of him that is in you, I will say this, the better off you are. Haven't you made a, a mess of your life and you, all of your life? Some people make a mess all of their life and, and they still can't see that they need to change. But the Israelites, they allowed Goliath to disrupt their thinking. To lose their faith in God. They allowed them to Goliath to, to make to cause them to make a wrong turn, to be lost, to give up, to cripple themselves, to say that I can't. He psyched them out by the words that he used. By looking at the big man that was in front of them, seeing that he was armed, they lost their faith and allowed God, the, the devil, to overcome them. But David, his attitude was different. That's the problem, you see. If the devil can get you to the point where you are confused, get you to the point where you don't think about what you're doing, cause you to be lost, cripple you in your thinking, shake you up, cause you to get upset, cause you to become weak, by the words that he uses, he calls you to lose confidence in God. And what happens? You are defeated because what you allow him to do. And the reason why you are defeated is because of what you allow the things to come in. You became so physical that you didn't allow the spirit man to work. 
You, 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 you got yourself to the point where you was all about yourself and thinking about what you can do. Well, when it comes to a spiritual battle, you can't stop fight naturally yourself and beat it. It takes God to win. It takes the spirit man to win and overcome some situations. And it takes God to, to move and change you to the point where you can be victorious. Take David, his attitude. David said, he looked at that giant. He didn't allow the size to offend him. He didn't become dismayed. He didn't allow fear to set in. You see, when we allow fear to set in, then we say to the devil, it's your battle, I'm giving up. But the Lord say, do not give, he does not give us the spirit of fear, but a sound mind. So David didn't fear what was before him. The attitude that he had, he didn't doubt. He didn't allow what the giants say or look like cripple him in his thinking. He had faith in God. He said that if I can kill the lions, if I can kill the bears, I can kill Goliath. The attitude that he had, you see, he had been cleansed to the point where the spirit man was operating. And there was nothing that Goliath can do to break that. You see, we better be cleansed to the point enough in our lives, in our obstacles, in our lives, in our Goliath, in our lives, that it will not defeat us. We got to change our attitude when it comes to obstacles. When, we come, when it comes to giants in our life, that we... Can, we will not be defeated. So David said, I can conquer him. And then the men wanted to put on armor. You see, when, you, you, when you're thinking about the self, you think about things that you would do in the natural. You see, when it comes to God, it, 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 what you do in the natural that has nothing to do with him. David said, I'm going to use what I have. It's the spirit of God. He delivered me from evil. He delivered me from the evil that the devil tried to come against me. The power that you have, you have it right now to defeat this lion. You have it right now if you can allow the Holy Spirit to come into your life. So David said, there is nothing today that will defeat me. There's no one that can defeat me in this time, at this present time. I don't care how large he is. I don't care what he got on. But the God that I know is going to cause me to defeat him. And that's what he done. He defeated him. The same way, he didn't change his tactics. He got that slingshot and that little stone. 
And he said, God, I live. God, I have my faith in. And God is going to deliver me. And he's going to take this giant down. So he swirled that slingshot. And he hit Goliath in the head. You know what Goliath said? A little boy. You said a little boy. But how many know that dynamite come in little packages? You see, little Robbie might be little and statue, but she's dynamite. You see, you can't always take something little and think that it can't produce something miraculous. You might take your, uh, your little grandson. He might say something. And you might say, where did he get that from? He says something that is very unusual. And he used the name of the Lord. You got to be careful of even the little children. uh, Even the the people that you think that uh, not have what they need. Uh, It ain't about you. It's about God. It's about what you allow him to do within yourself. And when you have, when you get clean to the point where he can use you, then things will begin to happen. And when you can get clean enough to the point where he can deliver you, then you can go help deliver somebody else. When you get clean enough where the spirit of God can change your mind and redirect your path, then things will begin to open. No wonder we're in bondage. No wonder there's this church is not full. Maybe we're not clean enough. Maybe we're not being opinion enough. Maybe the spirit man is not important enough. But I have you to know, only what you do for Christ will last. Only what you do for him will last. Amen.